Hi everyone, it's Jukebox, and you're listening to the Maritime Milson Podcast, brought to you by Rap4 Canada, Jester's Tactical Sports Center, and the Unanistan 3D Print and Cut. This week, the boys talked to Rob from Paintball for Kids, an all-ages charity event supporting the IWK Children's Hospital in Halifax, Nova Scotia. All right, everyone, welcome to episode 22 of the Maritime Milson Podcast. You've got myself, Hooligan, friend and teammate, Guardian. Guardian? Cricket. Hi. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Nightmare. Sup? There we go. See, that's, that's called timing, Guardian. <laughs> Get some. I and, you're uh, just going to go right into the everyone else. <laughs> uh, and we have a uh, special guest, uh, Rob, from uh, Paintball for Kids. Hey, guys. So, uh, Rob, why don't you uh, introduce yourself, tell everyone... Uh, I don't know, a little bit about yourself and uh, what exactly Paintball for Kids is. Uh, there's not a whole lot to say about me. Uh, name's Robert. Last name's a bugger to say. It's Gastongi, but uh, I've been playing paintball since probably 94, 96. Uh, so I've been in the game for quite a while now. And uh, actually quite a while ago, Vic and I were talking about doing for the IWK. Uh, his kids uh, used the IWK sometimes, and my brother was affected by the IWK, and we both thought it was a really good cause. So after a lot of begging and pleading and bargaining, we finally got the IWK to go with the idea, and uh, now we're here. All right, then. Uh, so, yeah, so it's a charity event, right? All the proceeds go to uh, IWK or the... To the IWK Children's Hospital there. Okay, so it goes to the, to the hospital, not to make a wish. <clears throat> Yeah, so all the proceeds go to the IWK hospital. Uh, literally everything we make, the only cost that we have is we pay uh, for the paint, but Vic gives us one hell of a deal on that, and uh, that that's it. That's our only overhead cost. Everything else is either volunteer, donated, or um, sponsored in. Wicked. Uh, when is it? What's the date? This year's event is going to be on May 17th. Uh, first game on the field at 10 a.m. SNL paintball games in Upper North River. Right on, an SNL. Uh, how many how many people did you have last year? Last year we had 50 participants and 10 volunteers that helped out around the event, run the barbecue. My wife and her family included, as well as Vic and some of his crew. Uh, this year we're hoping to actually go above and beyond that. But uh, I guess time will tell. As it sits right now, the weather is kind of a scary thing, as everybody surely knows. Well, you know, half our listeners right now are in Texas, so they're just sort of trying to think. So they have no idea what we're going through. <laughs> <laughs> They've obviously never played in a foot of snow then. Canadian no. problems. Yeah, <laughs> Canadian paintball problem. Uh, yeah, no, the weather is brutal, right? It's sunny one day and warm, and then the next day it's like, oh, look, it's snowing. You know, it's a good thing I have my winter tires taken off. <laughs> Never be too safe with those winter tires, man. I still got them on my car. I'm still waiting for snow to hit Athelville. No, mine are off. I said, screw this. We were having plus 10 weather, and I'm like, yeah, they're coming off. Yeah, and then, plus like, 10. Yeah. next week it's, like, 2 and snowing. I'm like, okay, this this is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not driving. Yeah, no. No, not at all. Uh, so, yeah, the paintball for kids thing, that's, that's really awesome. I've... Uh, I talked about it one time on uh, Reaper's podcast. They were doing a whole thing about the charities, and I mentioned that one. And uh, a lot of people were 
really excited about it because it's it's going to kids to a kids hospital, which I think uh, tugs everybody's heartstrings. Oh, it definitely does. And uh, people don't realize how how many people have to uh, either go to it or stay at that hospital on a regular basis. Like it's it's mind blowing how many people have to go there, and but nobody really talks about it. I mean, it's not exactly a cheery topic. Oh God, no. Uh, we spent ten days there when uh, my son was born, and that's one of the main reasons I'm going to this event. Is like, hey, the, these guys at this hospital were on the ball, fantastic. They deserve every penny that comes to them, and they could always use more pennies. Trust me. Oh yeah. So they, you know, I have no problems with throwing my pennies at this event, and like literally, I've got like a little cash pile for every prize draw, every raffle, everything. I just want to keep. Nice. throwing what I can into it so that way, you know, I could say I did my part this year. Good, because I, I was kind of picturing just you standing in front of the, the hospital just throwing pennies at the wall. <laughs> Take my pennies! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm crazy, but not that kind of crazy, man. You know that. I don't know, man. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, Rob, what? Uh, why don't you describe the event? Like, is it is, it's Woods Ball, Speed Ball, Meg Fed, mm-hmm. a mixture of everything? Uh, well, the basic event started out more as a woods ball theme, but it's kind of progressed to a mixed bag of everything. We welcome anyone that wants to try their luck with playing paintball, speedball, magfed, the whole works of it. We do have some stipulations which are posted on the website that try and brings everybody down to a somewhat level playing field. Because as you know, somebody with uh, a speedball marker on load and a whole bunch on to somebody with a magfed is kind of lopsided. So we did put some rules in place to try and tone that back a little bit at least and make it fun for everyone as well as we always hope to get a, a good number of children or younger players, I should say, not quite children, uh, into these events so they can experience it firsthand too. Last year we had quite a few first-timers out just to play at the event and that's really the main push of this event is to donate to a real good cause, of course, and to try and get people into paintball because, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a sport that we all have to try and do our part to get people into. It's true. It's not. Yeah. It's not easy to get people Absolutely. into this sport at all. Like, no. It's. Wait, have you ever had the problem of like trying to convince someone that paintball is actually cool? Yes, everyone I talk to. <laughs> like everybody, it's like <laughs> really paintball. You know that thing where you put a big old uh, hopper on top of a gun? It's like no, no, no. Get well, watch this video and then come back with me on Sunday. We'll go have some fun, buds. See, my problem is when people ask, you know, what you're doing the weekend? Well, I was paintballing. And, you know, and I'm covered in welts or I'm limping because I did something stupid on the field, uh, worthy of a good story. And uh, people look at me like I'm crazy. They're like, you do that on purpose? Like, you, you volunteer to get shot at? Yeah, it's part of the game. It's You don't just volunteer to be shot at. You pay to be shot yeah, at. Yeah, it's just it. <laughs> I'm handing somebody <laughs> money. Shooting. <laughs> so well, you're excited about getting shot at. Yeah, and a lot exactly. of people can't understand that. Paintball hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've had that one. <laughs> yeah, I've had that one. Yeah, but if I, you look at any sport, really, they all have their, you know, window of pain in there. Hockey, football, basketball. There's yeah. always an element where you're there's a possibility of getting somewhat hurt. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. wicked sunburns and airsoft and. Well, that's just it. <laughs> Statistically, pound for pound, paintball is actually one of the more safer sports to play, which is what I always preach a lot. 
there was quite a few studies done on it. And I mean, don't get me wrong, we do have a lower populace that play the sport, and that adds a big key factor into it. But uh, if you take out of like compound injuries, tripping, falling, twisted ankles, which is all kind of associated with all the other sports as well, it, it's actually a fairly safe sport if it's played correctly and supervised the way it was meant to be. Yeah, I actually read a stat. It was, uh, was that, uh, zero, zero point two out of zero point two percent of the population or something of every year of paintballers are injured or something like that. And it's incredibly small compared to other sports like golf was one point something. Uh, I think it was out of a hundred thousand people or whatnot. Basically, it came down to the paintball was, uh, incredibly safe. Just the fact that I know that our sport is safer than cheerleading makes me happy. Well, we're not exactly throwing you in the air, are we? <laughs> not at all, depending on well, what, you're playing, what the what the scenario is. Yeah. If I if I when need to get, get guardian of the tree for a good sniper position, I'm going to toss his ass up there. <laughs> yeah. Or if I got to get over the wall at the castle at CDA, then someone's throwing me over that wall. Okay. I'm right. going to throw that down in. Where's that book? I'm going to write that as my to-do list for this year. <laughs> throw okay. Guardian I actually over the want wall. to see that. <laughs> it was actually the uh, the finals at the MagFed League that, uh, yeah, Dustin threw me over the wall. <laughs> Good time. Oh, uh, God. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, it's incredibly safe. And uh, getting back to the uh, the fact that an event called Paintball for Kids, which is going towards a ch- uh, kids' charity, yeah. is... is Including kids and trying to get kids into the sport because that's that's uh, a huge chunk of it. I mean, you can you can try and convince an adult to go paintballing until you're blue in the face, but if in their mind paintball is dangerous or dirty or dumb or you know what I mean or an infinite number of of things, uh, you're never going to convince them. But if you look at an eight year old and go, "Hey, you want to shoot a gun at this guy?" <laughs> there's not yeah. many that are going to say no. <laughs> Right, so it's getting the kids out is huge, uh, huge bonus to that. Now I remember reading there, uh, Rob, a little while back that the FPS is going to be slightly lower for this event. Or about- Sorry, guys, I think I'm here. Thanks, cutting in and out. Rob, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, but we're getting some cutting in and out there. Oh, oh maybe that's on my end. I don't know. No, I heard you fine. Not sure. <laughs> All right, well, I will start my question again then. If you would, please. All right. Uh, so I don't know if this is true or not, but I think I may have read this a little while back, but uh, the event is going to be at about one, or sorry, 260 feet per second? Uh, yeah, actually, I'll bring up the actual numbers here. It was something that Vic and I discussed at length, and we did go with uh, 270, I believe it was, last year. Okay. And that was just more to, once again, try and bring everybody down to a level playing field more than anything, because uh, some of the speedball guns, as you get more and more coming out faster and faster, it actually does kind of make a, a pulling effect, and you can get some wicked creep on them. Oh, wow. So yeah, that's I've... also... Sorry? Nope, uh, that's also why we lowered the uh, the actual balls per second uh, down as well. And this year we're actually going to be shooting at 265. I just had oh, to make awesome. sure, to be sure. And, of course, eight balls a second, which uh, is actually, we tested it, and that's about as fast as you can get out with any pump marker. Or at the time we tested it, which was uh, several years ago now, it was about as fast as you could get out without, um, what are we, breaking your own wrist? Yeah. Yeah, even if you were running a full auto trigger on a pump, 
you'd still be, I mean, you might be pulling 10, 11. But, yeah, don't uh, get me wrong. There's no accuracy behind that either. Well, yeah, you're not going to hit anything. <clears throat> no. So uh, eight is a solid number. That's that's a really great. I really like those numbers. I mean, uh, this would be the absolute perfect event to grab your your own kid, a niece, a nephew, anyone, and bring them out to this event to try paintball. Uh, and that's lo- low BPS, low FPS. I mean, it, you can't get much safer than that. And that's just it. I mean, that was the whole pull towards this event was to try and get the younger generations in. And of course, as a parent, uh, I'm sure you guys can appreciate that. If you didn't know paintball, there would definitely be some worry in there as to what's going to happen, especially if you show up at a field and there's 20, 30 other guys toting their own gear in. And it looks, uh, you know, pretty intimidating for anybody that's fairly new to the sport. So we were trying to get away from that, uh, get everybody on more of a level playing field and make it enjoyable for everybody that shows up. Yeah, for sure, man. Because I, I can remember being my first day of paintball and uh, seeing a guy bust out a turn uh, a, a tourney gun and just looking at it and going, "Dear God, is that what I'm going up against with this little piranha?" Like, I, I was terrified of him. Now, luckily, he wasn't actually playing in the game I was in, so. Uh, but it was intimidating as hell to see something like that. I know a couple of people at that game. Uh, I think at least one didn't want to play after wow. he saw some of the gear that was coming on the game. So it's uh, it's wicked important to bring uh, bring the intimidation factor way down. So now I don't know with all the mag fed markers now if that might spook some parents, but uh, I, think, I hope not. Um, no, I don't think uh, you're probably going to spook the parents, but hopefully the kid wanting to look at it is going to override the parent being kind of afraid of it, right? Oh, yeah. In the end, it's it's all the same thing. It, it performs just as well as any speedball gun. It's just same thing, dressed up a little bit differently. Looks intimidating, really isn't. Yeah, exactly. It's just designed to look awesome. And, you know, if, if some parent was worried, I'd have no problem with them t- taking the taking it for a spin. Be like, here, you want to give it a try? It's just the same as putting a hopper on top, except... Mine's on the bottom and only holds 20 balls. Yeah. I think with the younger generations now, with the uh, you know the Call of Duty age, I think a lot of the younger ones are going to... They wouldn't be in, as intimidated by Magfit. I think they would just be caught up in the, it looks cool. And, uh, right, yeah, they'd be... That's the reaction I usually get from younger players. Yeah, they'd be wanting to play Call of Duty IRL. And suddenly I want to yeah. get a marker stand for my 468 and put it on a table while I'm there. When, I, when I'm busy, you know, chatting it up and loading mags at the last possible second. I want one just so my marker doesn't keep getting covered in gear when I put it on a table. Yeah. And trying That's to dig idea. my marker out without knocking over everyone's, like, paint, boxes of paint and stuff. Yeah. There now, we go. That's a hell of an idea. For this event, is there going to be uh, tables and, uh, like, picnic tables to sit at? Or what's it going to be? Like, should people bring their own chairs? Uh, no, if you've ever been to Vic's location... Oh, we lost him again. A nice neutral area that has spots for your gear. It has some benches in there. It's not a bad idea to bring your own gear, or sorry, your own chair. It's going to be much more comfortable than the bench you'd be sitting on. But uh, there is appropriate seating as well. Yeah, it has one of the, the better staging areas for fields in the Maritimes. So. Oh, that's awesome. I, I, like, uh, I know for those who haven't been there. Like, for myself, I know I've been, like, when I first started playing uh, and getting back into the sport, I started playing at Hypersports Paintball, and they have picnic tables everywhere. 
And to me, in my mind, that was like the standard for paintball fields. And then suddenly I get uh, caught up in the whole Seabreeze movement and I'm like, okay, this is awesome. Then I get there and it's just uh, no place to sit, but lots of places to put your gear. And then I go to other fields and it's like they have no place to put your gear, no place to sit down. You're, You're like playing out of the trunk of your car. I'm like, this would have been nice to know before I drove the few hours to get here. Yeah. But uh, I can't remember where my thought was. I usually keep a a table and two chairs in the trunk for that. Yeah, I've actually been uh, pricing out uh, like just uh, just a small personal like four or five foot table. Just a personal four or five foot table. Yeah, yeah, man, that's all you need. Well, you don't need a a six or seven footer, right? That's like more like a team table. Well, I'm thinking more like two by two, three by three. Well, if you're gonna hang banners off of it, I mean, you gotta have some place for ad promotion. I know who you're talking to here. That's right. I forgot who I was talking to. Exactly. Mr. Shameless Self-Promotion right here. Yeah. I'm not much better. I already bought a pop tent. See, that's actually next on my list. i got to get one of those. I'm tired of the elements. I have one for the the team. (laughs) That sounded really timid. (laughs) Jade, Guardian, can, can I put my personal table under your tent? You can, and you oh. can put your banner on it as well, because uh, then people will associate me as being cool by association. You know what? I, I'm going to make the, the announcement now. Guardian is cool. Anybody who, who doubts it can, can answer to my to my marker. <laughs> Guardian is a cool, pretty cool dude. He can join the ranks of Nightmare and Hooligan. Oh, see, I was going to disagree with you, so I guess I can't now. Yeah, exactly. See, I, I covered myself. I say, if I, fi- I figured if I said you were cool, then you couldn't just badmouth me later. Yeah. I Which you always could. That's fair. I will. You've guilt-tripped me uh, into being nice. So why don't we try and swing this back around to the topic of paintball for kids? Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens uh, when you, you let take a look talk. at uh, – <laughs> So uh, Rob well, posted how... all the, the prizes there. Yeah, what's uh, – what do you guys got? You mentioned um, – uh, sponsored and whatnot, I assume there's going to be some goodies to give away. And... Oh, for sure. There's lots of goodies that are actually going to be available at Paintball for Kids. And, I mean, uh, if you look beyond the, the prize sponsors, we actually have some sponsors in there that donated our barbecue, our drinks, some local individuals that are donating some snacks. I mean, we, we actually have a pretty good broad spectrum of uh, donations in here. We have some simple th- – like, I guess our main prize this year is going to be a TIPX player's kit. comes with three mags, the TIPX. Uh, a drop lag holster. It's going to come with a Velcan hat and a battle mug from Ripple Industries. Oh, I want that battle mug. Oh, those battle mugs are sweet. I'd so put a red dot scope on that. (laughs) (laughs) We actually have three available at the event, but the other two are only going to be available to anyone that's pre-registered. So we'll do their own separate prize for that kind of as an initiative because we actually use the pre-registration money to kickstart this thing off. We, We do recoup all the money, don't get me wrong, but that's how we get our paint in. Well, yeah, yeah there's there's right, always right. a bit of a cost to it, right? I am a huge advocate for prepaying for events because the more people that prepay, the better the event will turn out because, you know, after you register, it's not like the event organizers are going to go out and buy more stuff. If you prepay, then that gives them the incentive to go out and get cooler things for the event. And that's just it. I mean, we looked at the pre-registration numbers, and that based on – uh, I mean, even for my own company there, uh, it was how much 
I should put in for the people that are coming in. I know that sounds a little yeah. weird, but I mean, if I have 50 people coming in, I'm more apt to buy 50 different patches instead of just 20. You know what I mean? Oh, exactly. For right, sure. Yeah. yeah, definitely Simple use it as a base number. Absolutely. Now, if people are, yeah. are looking to pre-register, where can they do that? They can do that right on the Paintball for Kids website, which is paintballforkids.ca, all spelled out. Uh, the pre-registration's there. You can pre-register for the event right up until the week before the event. And uh, we're actually pre-selling some paint on there as well. Uh, if you want the higher quality paint we're offering, that's only up until Saturday morning. And then we'll be taking that down so we can put our paint order in. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. Uh, just curious, last year, what? Uh, how much money did you raise? Well, last year we raised uh, a little over $2,500, not quite 26. I don't have the number directly in front of me, nice. but uh, a lot of people seen when we went into the IWK to present the check that it was around $3,300. The way it worked out was the first paintball for kids and the second paintball for kids were still in the same physical year for the IWK. So it, it was a slight mislead there, but at the same time, all that money still went to the IWK. It was actually <laughs> technically two different events, though. Well, still, no, that's right as long as the, you know, the money got to where it's going, that's awesome. And that's uh, just what it was, too. Yeah. I mean, that's and we tried to uh, explain that to them, and they were fine with it, and we were fine with it. Like you said, as long as it got to where it was supposed to go, all was good. Right. So you said the second event you had, so you had, this would be the third event now, right? That's correct. Okay, so last event was 2,600, and then before that was just shy was, of 1,000. Yeah, I think it was uh, 800 and some odd dollars in there, to be honest with you. Uh, the first event, uh, it was kind of terrible weather, and there was only 20 of us out there, real dedicated guys, but we still yeah. went out, had a blast, and, I mean, a lot of people made a lot of good memories, and that's what drug a lot of the other people in for the next year. Sweet, man, that's awesome. And, uh, yeah, it's it's wicked jump from 800 to 2,600, so I can only imagine what, uh, what this year will bring in. I'm sure it'll be... Uh, Awesome, awesome amount of money. I think so. I mean, uh, social media has really taken off uh, for the Maritimes as far as paintball goes. Um, there's many budding YouTubers, the, the use of Facebook, Twitter, everything. I mean, anyone going to any event can post it on social media and suddenly an event grows exponentially. Right, so, yeah. yeah. I'd be really excited to see where this goes because I do plan to advertise this event, and I already have uh, once or twice on my page, and I'm going to keep doing it up until the event because I think this is an absolutely amazing cause. And that, everybody we actually go. hit the nail right on the head there. I mean, all, almost everybody that came to our event was from the social media linking. We did put out hard copy suppliers and approached people and stuff like that, but it was really the social media that kicked everything into gear. Yep, Paintball's notorious for that. It's social media, word of mouth. Like yeah. that, that's what that's what spreads paintball. It really yeah. does, man. Right? Like I can't think of the last time I opened up a phone book looking for a paintball field. You know, you just sort of jump <laughs> on Facebook and look up paintball in the local area, and then suddenly you've got people talking about it here and there, and you sort of figure it out. So it's a, it's an awesome way to do it. And that's right. I mean, even back in the '90s, you didn't open the paintball, or sorry, open the phone book and look for a paintball field. It was basically word of mouth. You either drove by and seen a sign, or one of your buddies actually went out, and that's how you got the most fields. There we go. <laughs> Hasn't changed one bit. <laughs> Not a bit. <laughs> uh, now, you guys got any other other questions? I'm running um, out of questions. Not so much a <laughs> not so much a question. I was just going to say that uh, I was talking to our t-shirt guy today, 
And uh, we're going to send some swag for a prize donation to the event as well. Woo, swag. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It, uh, podcast shirt and some decals. So, uh, yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, that's really podcast podcast watch shirt. Yeah. Oh, we're making it to the big times. Oh, man, we're growing. We're growing. <laughs> we're getting out there. We got T-shirts. <laughs> I'm actually wearing mine right now. <laughs> Loser. But, uh, yeah, it's from, uh, you're just jealous because you don't have a nightmare shirt. Oh, it's coming. You wait. <laughs> you wait, buddy. And you're going to want one. And you can't have one. I'm going to make sure. Anybody who gives you one, blacklisted for life. I really, I figured I'm going to make it. counterfeit nightmare shirts. <laughs> and I know where you'll get them from. And I'll break his legs, too. That's <laughs> just escalated. <laughs> <laughs> no, Guardian, we're going to make counterfeit nightmare uh, shirts, except we're going to spell, like, nightmare wrong or something. With a K. <laughs> yeah. Where would you fit a K in Nightmare? Think about it. Uh, I am, and I don't know where I'm going to fit a K in Nightmare. K-N-I-G-H-T. Google it. See what comes up. Like, oh, yeah, all right. Medieval Knight <laughs> is what he's implying. Um, oh, you know what? Yeah, I, I, for I'm anyone okay that... with counterfeit. I'm okay as long as I see a portion of the proceeds. Screw <laughs> <Just do> that. <laughs> you think Apple gets For anyone a... that does want... Custom shirts made, uh, Blackguard vinyl and design on Facebook, and that's our supplier, so check them out. There we go. It's a Blackguard. Black, what is it? Blackguard vinyl and, and designs. designs. Yeah. Sweet. Got some counterfeit Nightmare t-shirts made. Sweet. As long as I get one. <laughs> You'll get one. You're not going to get proceeds. Like, Apple Whatever. doesn't get the proceeds. I, I, of... I like free swag, so I'll take it. All right. Good. You're not getting any profit. All right. Um, um, I think that's. I guess the other one. Uh, maintenance tip. Say that again. Maintenance tip for the month. Hold Rob on, you're actually ahead of me Hold on, runs got, a paintball. I got. I got, Sorry. I got a list. We're gonna go <laughs> through it. <laughs> All right. What's next on the list? Uh, yeah, actually, the tip of the week. So. <laughs> um. Unless, is there, uh, Rob, you got anything else you want to say about paintball for kids? No, not really. I appreciate your guys' time on the topic. And, I mean, if you have any questions, you can look us up on Facebook or the website there. Both have all the information you need or shoot me a contact directly, and I'd be more than happy to answer any questions. Cool. Uh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so if you just look on Facebook, right, just paintball for kids? Yep. Sweet. Soon. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, stick around, man. I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to kick you off the show or anything. Oh, no. No, I'm good. <laughs> good. <laughs> um, so, uh, last month we did, uh, for the month of April, we did uh, maintenance tips. So, Or not maintenance, buy-sell trade tips uh, because everyone's buying and selling new gear. Uh, with May, and everyone's got new gear, we decided to uh, talk about uh, maintenance tips. So, how to uh, maintain those new markers, that new gear you just got, and, uh, or how to... Not necessarily fix him, because we just call Ian yeah. to, to fix things. Or Rob. Or yeah. Rob. <laughs> uh, but uh, maintaining them is uh, something that every player should know how to do. And if you don't know how to do it, learn. Or shame on you. So uh, <laughs> I figured we'd kick off the month with the most basic of maintenance tips. Is after every game... 
give your marker just a quick going over, right? Like it's it's amazing how many problems come from just not keeping the marker clean and oiled. Got to lube it up, right? Got to keep it lubed. Got to keep everything moving, um, and clean it. The uh, <laughs> I know somebody, uh, Michael, who was on the show before. Uh, was playing some winter ball with us, and he neglected to clean his marker for like, I don't know, two weeks afterwards, and the pins that hold the marker together had started to rust. And it looked oh, wow. horrible. Um, well, they're just they're just steel pins, right? Nothing to them. No galvanized. They're not stainless or anything like that. So started to rust. That rust can leak into the marker and uh, can do a little bit of damage on the bolt. And you're gonna have a bad day. Yeah, you're gonna have one hell of a bad day if your mar- if your bolt seizes into the into the marker. So uh, for this week, I think we're just gonna run with basic tip of just take the marker apart, clean it, lube it, put it back together, and make sure you don't have any balls left in the chamber. Make sure your barrel is cleaned out and cleared out. Uh, make sure if you got any water or anything in it, dry that up, get that out of there. Just you know, basic maintenance. Nothing. Nothing too evasive. You don't have mm. just keeping it or clean. Or the mag-fed friends, empty your mags after the day of paintball for the love of God. <laughs> now, why should we do that? It is terrible on the springs. This past season, I lent some gear to someone, I'm not going to say who, and I got it back from them, and they'd left balls in it, and I had to replace all the springs because they were just fucked. So just take them out, empty them. There we go. Drives me go. crazy. <laughs> so we've got some mag-fed specific maintenance. <laughs> Get your balls out of the magazines. <laughs> so, and uh, clean your mags too. If you get a ball busts in the mag, clean it. That stuff gums up yeah. everything. Oh yeah. Oh, and another great tip about mags as well is, especially if you're a winter paintballer. Uh, D mags particularly use uh, non stainless steel springs. Uh, so if you're like us and you play in the maritimes, your snow may contain a little bit of salt. What I do is I spray my springs with a little bit of WD 40, let it dry, and then put them in the mags. And that way you won't get any rust or any corrosion on your springs. Uh, I missed a couple mags. I tore them open, and they were brown. Uh, quick yeah. cleaning with a little with a cloth and some WD-40 oiled them back up, and they were pristine again. It was just surface corrosion, luckily. But if you leave that over time, they will eat right through those springs, and you're going to have to fork out the, you know, 99 cents to two dollars <laughs> to get new springs if they're yeah. D-mags. The two dollars for the spring, and then the 19.95 for shipping. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Uh, yeah. So there we go. Maintenance Take care of your week. shit. Take care. Yeah. Let's let's boil it down <laughs> to the paid enough for it. Damn it. Maintenance tip of the week. Take care of your shit. Um, I we'll have something a little more in depth next week. I'm not sure what yet. <laughs> we'll ask Ian or Rob. Um, I was gonna say, Rob, do you have any maintenance tips that you could suggest? No, the only one that report? I had off the top of my head, starting off like you guys said, is. Make sure your markers are clean. You don't know how many I actually get in here. And it's something as simple as like a little piece of dirt got down in and chafed in alongside of the body chamber, took some O-rings out. just creates a nightmare. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, as the old saying goes. Ah, 
I like that. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. And uh, use the right oil and the right grease, too. I eh? like if uh, if you got a speedball marker, you're better off with uh, a grease, like an actual. Uh, I don't want to say heavy grease, but you know something a lot thicker than uh, your typical oil. Just faster moving parts and all that jazz. So know what yeah. kind of oil you should be using. Or lube, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> the right lube makes all the difference. <laughs> I'm just going to stay quiet on this one. Okay, we've got like six, six maintenance tips in there for the week. So... <laughs> We'll revisit those ones in in-depth. You start your week off good. <laughs> uh, uh, how about I we... actually have another one, but I'm going to save it in case we run out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> that will, we'll, we'll make some more dirty jokes next week. Next week. Um, why don't we move into uh, the gear review, gear pick of the week stuff. Um, I know we were talking about possibly naming it something else other than gear review. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Cricket. Cricket. Really? No ideas? Uh, no yep. Idea. <clears throat> I, have a, I have a gear idea. You have a gear idea? Well, let's hear yeah. it. Um, well, as I mentioned to you guys before the show, uh, Nova has a new product out which actually attaches to your rail to hold a magazine. It's designed after the Guardian grip, and a certain someone wanted to be able to hold more mags on his marker because I'm tired of... I guess you're the person? Oh, did we lose him? No, so it shows him still there. Yeah, the podcast Facebook page. So over the next week, you can comment <laughs> on the post that I'll put up of the picture. <laughs> Guardian, Guardian, do you even know that you just completely cut out for about like 30 seconds there? No. He did it again. (laughs) He's doing it again. (laughs) Start over, bud. You cut out from the the beginning of your talk. (laughs) So here's my idea. Silence. God damn it. Um, Yeah, anyway. Clips on the rail, holds a mag. It's designed off the Guardian grip. It's from Nova Games. And this week we're going to do a naming contest, so post a name suggestion on the picture. I'll put it on the Maritime Podcast Facebook page, and next week's episode we'll announce the winner. The winner will get one of the mag holder devices as well as a podcast decal. Woo! Look at that. Did I break out that time? That was all good. No, you were were all good there, buddy. You were solid that time. Have you had your hands (laughs) on this thing yet? Um, yeah, I actually I got one on the weekend there. Um, awesome design. It has a mag release, so uh, it's not just friction based, which is cool. Wicked. And um, yeah, he's he's going off a few different designs where it can hold on like a double, so on either side of the marker, attaching to the top rail, or you can have the singles, which is what I wanted, and that's what mine is. So uh, yeah, just using up the length of your marker for something useful, right? So. I wonder if my MKP could, or my dam. I wonder if you could do that with a full size TGR2 mag without it make look stupid. <laughs> hmm. I was actually looking at your buddy's you design could. there, and I think I'm gonna rock it on the B5 at uh, Paintball for Kids game actually. Wicked. Nice. There you go. That's awesome. 
Um, it's basically just like a plastic fast mag, and it attaches to the rails. So I think you could do it with bigger as well. Yeah, but just a matter of is it just going to look dumb, right? Cause oh, well, like... it's a TGR mag, so it's going to look dumb either way. Oh, ouch. <laughs> deep. I, I, might, I might hate on that marker left and right, but it's still my marker, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, say it was going to look dumb because it's your marker. That would be hurtful and rude. <laughs> Carrying on, nightmare. You got. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if I can if I can top uh, Guardian there. We'll try. Oh, uh, actually, no. On second thought, that won't be hard at all. Uh, my gear pick of the week uh, is the headbands from Armagillo. Uh, traditionally, you'd always see me with some sort of dreads on, and uh, recently, Armagillo has become a sponsor of my YouTube channel, which is awesome. Props to them for supporting me. I support their gear. And uh, I tried the, just a headband this week, and I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, it was It literally absorbed all the sweat off my forehead. Uh, it helped prevent fogging in my mask kept me cool because I didn't have the, the long dreads on for once for the first time in what, two or three years of playing paintball? So to have the, the air rushing through my hair for the first time was quite exhilarating, I must say. Uh, but definitely first time ever using a headband, and I highly recommend it. And they're not expensive at all. Uh, you're looking at around 20 bucks, 25 bucks for their standard headbands and then if you want to go like super high and you can get their beast collection made of like a faux crocodile uh skin i guess yeah, they got like the pleather and everything uh yeah, oh yeah it looks so good i really wish they'd bring back their number one which is a nice black one mm. uh but unfortunately they only make a certain amount of them and then when they sell out that is it that collection is done on to the next one in the collection it was a uh, neat idea uh, selling them that way i do like that it's a great idea. I mean, if you were uh, to jump on it when you see one that you really like, you know there's only going to be X amount of that one to go out around the world. So if you're the only person to have that headband in your part of, say, your country, then right on. I'm like, no one else is going to have that, and nor can they go, I like that, I'm going to go get that. Yeah, there's a very realistic uh, option of you being exclusively that person in that area Yeah, with that item, which is very, very cool. Exactly, man. So uh, Armagillo headbands, uh, get them from armagillopaintball.ca, Canadian company. So that's great. Rock on for the, any Canadian companies. And uh, check out their collection and pick something you like. I've actually well, been... one do you have so we can all copy you? Yeah, which one do you have? I have the multicam one, even though I'm not wearing multicam, but it goes well with the app hat. Yeah, I don't want the multicam one. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think you would. Hey, I think they have a black one. You can get a black one. Uh, I've you thought about getting uh Armagillo uh headband. The the only problem is they're just they're too damn nice looking and I don't want to wear it in a paintball game. Whoa. <laughs> right? It's I I'm normally not that kind All right, of person. All right, who's who's watching goddamn Reaper's podcast? Why? Fine. Oh, sorry, I heard music playing. I guess it's me. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I can't pause it. No, because it's live. <laughs> no, I was trying to like turn off the music. I was like, all right, who the hell's playing that in my headset? And then I realized, oh shit, I saw the little microphone on my screen. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. 
we can edit that. Right. <laughs> no, I'm leaving it. That I'm was leaving perfect. it. Um, so I guess uh, my uh, my piece of gear, my piece of kit of the week, uh, is not a piece of paintball gear at all. It's actually a watch that I picked up. Uh, best purchase I ever made for paintball for big scenario games. Smaller scenario games, nothing special. Um, but for the longer games, it's uh, it's just a Casio. I don't know. I don't think it has a brand or like a model name of any kind. But uh, the reason I got it was it's got a vibration alarm. So which is kind of cool. So if I'm uh, playing on a, on a team, which I have a notoriously bad habit of sort of taking command of any small group I'm in, and I need to keep track of the 15-minute respawn happening. I can set the watch to go off every 15 minutes and it'll just vibrate on my arm and it won't actually make a sound. So I always know when I'm going to have reinforcements. And, that's uh, cool. Yeah, so that's why I picked it up. I just thought it was a really cool idea. It cost me like, I don't know, $18. Uh, rubber strap on it, you know, just a hard plastic body to it. It's tough as nails. It's cheap looking. It's ugly. It's perfect for paintball. <laughs> and you won't cry when it gets broken. No, not at all. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was basically, I picked that up for, I can't remember when I picked that up. A PEI game, I think. Nice. End of days, I think that's when I picked it up. So, uh, it'll be getting, uh, lots of use this, this year, this season. It'll definitely be taken out much, much more. Um, Rob, do you have a piece of kit that you use or a piece of gear? Most of my stuff, guys, is probably older than you guys have been playing, to be honest with you. I mean, I still use my original uh, PMI Tracer. That's what I'm going to um, the game up there at Seabreeze with. So, I mean, any gear that works for you that makes you happy. I know that sounds corny, but that's the best I can say. You know, only a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) You kind of put me on the spot. I wasn't planning for this. No worries. The fact that you're using uh, the, the Tracer, though, that's... That's wicked, and it still works as good as uh, as good as ever. Oh yeah, I still got a box full of parts here. I think I built eleven of them in the last month or two. Right on. <laughs> I have to. I actually have to. I've been tasked with fixing a 2004 autococker, and uh, I, I've never seen a one up close till now, and I never realized how freaking complicated they make those things. Uh, yeah, I had uh, the pleasure, I guess, to fix a couple of those, and all I can say is have fun with the timing. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. There's a knack to it. Well, hopefully I develop that knack on Saturday. Uh, you should be fine. It's it's pretty straightforward, and uh, if you have any questions, feel free to give me a shout. Wicked. Fantastic. Um, what else was there? Oh, yeah, uh... For anyone who has not looked at it yet, or already, uh, the newest issue of MegFed Monthly is out. So Ooh. if uh, if you're an avid reader, or if you just like looking at pictures, nightmare. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Only if they're pop-up. <laughs> right, cool, we should do that. <laughs> pop-up paintball book. Pop. <laughs> you gotta wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> little Splat. Sp- oh, who little used spring- the first strike? Little spring-loaded paintball. <laughs> fires out of the you know what that sounds like a hell of an idea oh we're still getting sued no i think of i'm okay never mind anyways <laughs> um yeah so i wanted to give a, a 
Shout out to uh, them over there, MegFed Monthly. Uh, this issue is like 109 pages. Like it's huge. Um, and uh, I've I had the pleasure of uh, looking at it the day before it released, and uh, it was awesome. It was solid. Some great articles in there. Some great stories. It was talked about paintball across the world. Uh, it was talking about uh, oh who was in it? I can't remember. Anyways, uh, some great photos, some great videos, and uh, it's definitely worth a read. It's free, so what more can you ask for? So definitely check it out. Definitely uh, head over to uh, MegFed Monthly's Facebook page, and they've got the link posted there, and it's uh, well worth a read. Have either of you looked at it yet? Yes. I haven't You're seen lying. this month. I've seen it advertised up on Facebook. I haven't actually had a chance to read it yet. No, it's uh, it's fantastic. He's he's changed the background, so now the background is black and white, so it's a lot easier to read. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, it's got like a colored back or colored border around it, and it's it's just really really professional looking and uh, just a great read. I sat down for about an hour and a half skimming through it. I wish I had an hour and a half in my day. I'm so glad I have several hours a day. Must be nice. I'm jealous. It is nice. It's fantastic, actually. Really, really jealous. Um. So yeah, definitely give them a give them a a look over. Yes, that's what we're gonna. Yeah, head over and give it a look. It's fantastic. Have a little look, see. Sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. I don't know why. Wow. Um. Upcoming events. So, right now, should be May 1st when this gets released. So, uh, the upcoming events, we've got uh, Jester's Tactical Sports Center's Raid the River coming up on the 3rd. Uh, season opening game for Hypersports on May 3rd. Of course, we have Paintball for Kids at SNL on the 17th. And uh, the Southern Brunswick Woods Ball League's first event is at Hurricane Paintball. Unfortunately, uh, as far as I understand, that's if you're not in it, you're not going to it. So, tough. Oh well. <laughs> and that's the way the cookie yeah, crumbles. I think Seabreeze uh, is looking at opening next week. I think that's the tenth, maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah. So long as the uh, they can get rid of all the snow and ice. Uh, apparently they have a not-so-official open invitation for people to go out this weekend if you have nothing better to do and help break up some of the uh, snow and ice in the woods and on the field so that way it can melt away faster. So if you got nothing to do, head over to Seabreeze. Smash some ice, have a fire. I'm going to go over to Jester's and uh, get some kick-ass training and do some gaming. It's going to be a good time. So, uh, if you're listening to this and you are coming to, uh, raid the river, I look forward to seeing you there. As for you two, I believe you're heading to, uh, Hypersports, aren't you? Perhaps. We are, yeah. Cool. So, look out for those two. They're gonna be, uh. Causing trouble. Causing trouble. <laughs> <laughs> or at least trying to. And looking awkward while doing it. As always. It's what I do best. Why do you think I'm behind the camera? That's a good point. Uh, That's a really uh, good point. 
Never thought about it that way. And there you have it. <laughs> My secrets revealed. Um. <laughs> uh, so this uh, this week's going to be a, a mildly shorter podcast, I guess. Um, I don't know. It just seemed we didn't have as much to talk about this week. Hopefully, we'll have some more to talk about next week. It's been a slow paintball week in the, in the world of news. Yeah. Oh, real quick, I wanted to touch on the topic uh, that was brought to my attention not too long ago about. Uh, some uh, some shenanigans happened in a, in a buy-sell-trade page where a gentleman got banned because he was selling gear from his store. Is that right? Yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. Uh, one of the bigger buy-sell-trade groups out there, uh, just straight up like a paintball BST on Facebook, uh, out of nowhere, this guy got banned and the community went into an uproar about it. Uh, I just sat back and read the comments, of course, because I literally just joined the group like two days beforehand. Uh, but apparently this guy had a store down in the States, and he was selling his gear from his store via the buy-sell-trade page. He was giving people really good deals, uh, probably better deals than if you walked into his store. And I guess an admin out of nowhere didn't give him any warning, just booted him off the page. And the place erupted with all sorts of like protests, people putting up stupid ads for <laughs> uh, t- uh, one one Mike, I guess it was his name, for one dollar, <laughs> or no, for it was for free, so it was free Mike. Uh, oh, I get it. Yeah, you, you <laughs> get it. Yeah, so that made me laugh. That they, they they all went into hashtags: free Mike, bring Mike back. Mike's been treated unfairly, so on and so forth. And uh, I, I, got, I have to agree with the, the community on that. Like, I'm all down for uh, stores selling in BST groups as long as, you know, you're giving fair pricing. And you're also saying that it's, you know, brand new or whatever. I mean, in the end, it's buy, sell, trade. It's not buy, sell, trade, used gear. Well, it's, yeah, what would be the difference yeah. from him selling it than me buying, say, I don't know, an MK2, never using it, and selling it back off? Exactly. Like, yeah. there, there was no difference. I guess an admin just didn't like the way he was doing business, and who knows? Maybe he had an argument via personal message. I don't know, but... Uh, I was going to say, did the admins ever give any reasoning behind it, or was it still kind of a uh, cloak and dagger kind of deal? I, I think it went very cloak and dagger. A few of them kind of stepped up and said, uh, we're going to try to invite Mike back, and didn't really give any reasoning behind it, because it could have been one of any of the admins. It's a very large group. Uh, so after that was all said and done, I noticed that there was a, a Mike BST page set up shortly <laughs> after. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm with you guys. I, I think the idea of a store using a buy sell trade is a fantastic idea, especially like I, I'm in the world of retail, so I know how difficult it can be to get rid of old stock or clearance stock or, you know, slightly damaged stock yeah. and, or used anything. So, but I mean, as long as you tell people, well, what would be the harm in advertising it wherever you want? Like, I mean, even look at our local buy sell trade, like Kijiji or something like that. You still see shops put stuff up in there. So oh, yeah. why would Facebook be any different? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So power. If uh, if anybody out there knows what happened uh, or can shed some light on this situation, I'd love to know. So if you want to leave a comment. Or uh, send me a personal message through the Maritime Wilson podcast. If anyone knows Mike, send him our way. I wouldn't mind talking to the yeah, guy. Yeah, let's talk to Mike. Yeah. 
get his side of the view, uh, his point of view, and who knows, maybe like a, a week later we could have the admin that banned him, and then maybe we can have, have a, a group counseling or something. Let's, right, we'll secretly put them both on the same podcast without them knowing. And, oh, man. And I would then, very much like to be a part of that if right? it happens. We'll just sit back and watch the fly. <laughs> Jerry Springer of the paintball world. <laughs> oh, that's a hell of an idea right there. Okay, what we're going to need is we're going to need a lot of inbred, like, rednecks of any nationality and people who are, like, I don't know, getting married to furniture and, I don't know, we're going to need a whole lot of crazy people. We'll figure we'll figure this out. Yeah, yeah. And a big and a big bald bouncer. Yeah, yeah. It'll just be like, but like this week, I married my marker. <laughs> so I wouldn't put it past you. <laughs> maybe, maybe in the future when it becomes legal. But until then, I'm just gonna keep that on the DL. And until then, now. somebody get a hold of Mike. We want him on the show. Yes, yes. Uh, somebody get hold of Mike. Let him know that we want him on here. We want to ask him some questions, see what's going on. I want to hear about his store. I want to hear it all. Uh, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Uh, Rob, why don't you uh, let us all know again what's uh, name of the group or the name of the the event, the date, the time, everything. Sure. So uh, what we were talking about was Paintball for Kids, which is, of course, paintballforkids.ca, all spelled out. The event will be held this year, May 17th. First game starts at 10 a.m., so please come early if you want to register day off, which you still can do. But if you have a little bit of time, shoot over to the website there. Be sure to pre-register. You'll get yourself into some uh, early draws or some some specialty draws, more specifically, sorry. If you want to actually see what we're going to have available at the event for prizes, once again, it's on the main page there, or you can look us up on Facebook. Just search for Paintball for Kids. If you have any questions, feel free to either email me through the site or shoot me a message through the Facebook page, and I'd be more than happy to answer anything you have. Perfect. Thorough and informative. Look at that. Like a professional. Like a boss. <laughs> so, uh, all right, it was a good time. Uh, Rob, thank you for coming on. Is, uh, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It was a lot of fun, and uh, I'd love to come back if you ever have anything that I might have some insight on. I'm sure we'll find something, or we'll just have a really <laughs> slow day and just be like, hey, let's bring Rob back on. Yeah, why not? Right? I'm, I'm always game. shit. There we go. Uh, fellas, good time as always, and uh, until next week, everyone, cheers. All right, guys. Thanks very much.